Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of what I'm going to call Stream Wars, where we just tell you what you should be watching every week or this every month on all these streaming services. It, there's a lot of streaming services going around. You have your Netflixes, your Hulus, your Amazon Primes, your HBOs, Disney Plus, Apple. So we're going to go down the list and we're going to tell you exactly what you should be looking out for and maybe what you shouldn't watch. Uh, some dark horses in there, but I'm not going to be doing this alone. Here with me is my friend Jader. How you doing, Jader? What up, what up? How's it going, guys? How are you? All right. It's good to see you again, man. You holding up during all this coronavirus stuff? I'm going crazy. Look at this. I need a I need a cut. <laughs> I have cabin fever. I mean, the only uh I've literally been stuck at the house for a long time. If you saw the last episode, you saw that I kind of self-quarantined myself. Um, but now I'm actually going out every day to go see my kids, but, um, uh, my, my ex doesn't actually want them leaving the house, which, um, obviously, you know, I understand her. So I've been going and doing the visit, uh, my visits at their house. I'll spend all day with them and then I'll come back. So it's literally been a back and forth. So I actually get to see outside for a little bit. I remember mm -hmm. I was telling uh, the guys last week that, uh, the first time I went out the door. Uh, to throw away some garbage. Like, I even had the shutters on my door. So when I walked outside, it was like literally, like, you've seen that that SpongeBob meme where the guy's like, my eyes! And it's like yes, burning his yes. eyes. That's exactly what happened, dude. I completely, like, blacked out because I had not seen the sun for so long. It was crazy. Listen, it's, it's such a weird time right now where even just going outside for a run or something feels like you're running in the apocalypse. There's no one around. People are staying quiet, even though our, our state is the worst state right now, not case wise, but just people wise, because we're so dumb and you see all those spring breakers still partying down there, even though everything's closed and we just finally shut down the state. It's just, it's a, it's a mess going on out there. Right yeah, now. no, it, it really has been, you know what? Uh, I mean, a silver lining and all these things. One thing that I have seen a lot, to my my um my ex lives like five minutes from here so my five minute drive what i have seen a lot has been a lot of outdoor you know even though they're supposed to say uh, stay so i mean quarantined or whatever mm -hmm. but i've seen a lot of people riding their bikes rollerblading things that i haven't seen to be completely honest with you since like the late 90s yeah you know so, like, i've been living in this neighborhood for so long mm -hmm. and i don't see kids play outside as much as I used to. And now it's like, now they don't want to go out. Uh, they don't want to stay um, inside. You get me? Well, I mean, but, we um, always complain about how we don't want to go to work and we wish we could just stay in bed all day and watch TV. You can do that right now. You can <laughs> like, do that now. perfectly acceptable. We want you to do that right now. So it's yeah. just frustrating because now all the kids are like, you know what? I want to leave the house. I'm like, you know what? All right, go get the virus. And then all the anti-vacciners, you know, now's your time. Prove us wrong. <laughs> They've been real quiet, man. been real quiet. But um, but yeah, no, I mean I, I try to do activities with the kids in the house. I try not to do the same thing, obviously, over and over. I've only been there three times already. But uh I mean the first time the first day we played, like, you know, um I built Legos with my son. We played a little bit of a PlayStation. He still has school, so he did do his school work. He has school. They do um like 40 minute sections, they do like three sessions throughout the day. He's done by three o'clock, but he doesn't start until like noon. You get me? So mm. it's him and like four or five classmates with the math teacher. And then the other teacher would log on and then the science teacher logs on. So I thought that was pretty cool how they're handling that. 
and then with my daughter, I've done like uh, finger painting. Um, we go outside. We've ridden our bikes in their backyard. We play basketball with them. Um, what did I? Oh, today I taught them hide and seek. They're not very good at that. It's the craziest thing ever. How the kids are hiding, but if they see my footsteps, they're like, "I'm right here, daddy," and I'm like, "Dude." Shh. but uh but yeah man it's been fun man it's been fun and and i i haven't like the one thing that i've always said is i'm usually not off on the weekends Mm -hmm. boys off during the weekend they obviously have school you know so having them really early on the day has been has been awesome because i usually get them from like six and on you know there's a lot of time. Now's a good time to spend time with your family and catch up with them. And it's also a good time to start streaming all these, uh, all these services. So we're going to start with, uh, the, the biggest one. We're going to start with Netflix. Uh, Netflix okay. has been with us for a while now and they're always bringing a lot of content, so much content that it, a lot of the stuff gets buried. So we're going to go through it. I, April 1st is when a lot of stuff dropped yesterday and, uh, they dropped quite a bit of things i think the first thing we should start with is uh i would say the matrix that's the one that stands out to me the most oh wow okay so you know yeah i thought we were gonna go like in order list down but yeah if you want a matrix absolutely uh which is it just the one uh all three of them are gonna be on there all three matrix are gonna be on there so okay yeah yeah if you haven't seen the matrix i mean obviously it's one of the most revolutionary sci-fi films of all time. One of my projects in uh, my film history class is to do a timeline of uh, science fiction film from 1968 till today. And 68 was obviously with 2001 A Space Odyssey and Planet of the Apes came out on the same day. But 99 was the big year too, because that's when we got The Phantom Menace and when we got The Matrix, which revolutionized uh, not what you could do with, not only what you could do within the genre, but the effects itself. So, you know, with Star Wars, you saw the first CGI character. And then with The Matrix, you saw just what you could do with the cameras, with, you know, taking us into a whole new world. So The Matrix is always going to be one of those sci-fi films that is looked back on as one of the best that's ever been made. I agree 100%. Um, I, I can't really say the same for the sequels no. um, at all. I tr- I went, I've seen every Matrix film in theaters the first day it came out, including the original Matrix. And I saw that one in theater kind of by accident, but not really. Um, I didn't really see a preview to mm-hmm. the, the the Matrix film, but I saw the poster with Keanu and Lord Fishman mm-hmm. with guns and, you know, in the in the uh, in the uh, jackets and all that. And I'm like, man, that looks badass. And it was my friend's birthday. Uh, should have said happy birthday to him. We're so big <laughs> on Facebook friends. But um, but I remember we went to the movie to the movie theater and he um he didn't know what to pick and then i'm like look that movie looks really cool and he goes yeah but what is it about i have no idea and he goes you know what let's watch it and we saw it and our minds were completely blown Mm. blown away by that by that film and it really did change the game because then after that you started getting the the slow motion you know 360 uh cameras like they were doing every single movie started you know following the footsteps of the matrix yeah you know going into a different world um we saw that we saw that with blade runner total recall and all that stuff but the way that they uh revolutionized that that was you know never been done never been seen like it's just it's a very very solid film and to me it still holds up some people say it doesn't really hold up i think it does i actually showed it to uh to my girlfriend for the um maybe like four months ago or something for the first time she had never seen it mm-hmm. 
and she didn't like love it as much as I did, but she's like, I see so many films in this film. And then I'm like, just know that this did it first. And she goes, yeah, I know. She goes, it's crazy how, um, and she started naming on these other movies where she's like, I, this is from that. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then they were even mocking the matrix for a long time where, you know, with the whole, um, where you bend backwards and bend thought back. exactly, exactly. Like scary movies known to spoof every other movie. But when yeah. the they started doing the matrix, like nonstop, you know, um, it's fun. I think the one thing that doesn't hold up, it's, it's just a tiny thing is the phone booths because yeah. we don't see phone booths anymore, which is why I'm really interested in matrix four, which is it stopped filming, but it is filming right now. It's supposed to come out next year. What they're going to do with technology nowadays? Uh, you look at cell phones are all over the place, and cameras are always watching us. You got satellites everywhere. No, I think this is going to be a really cool. Now is it's with um, computers and technology and all that. So the way that they're going to bring that, I, 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 that has to be incredible writing. What they're going to do. So I'm very pumped for that. Very very pumped for it. But um, I as so I mean I don't want to. Huh? What? No, I was saying, what's the next movie that stands out to you? Um, so I, I mean, another one, I mean, if you're into the, uh, the whole, cause I know, um, I mean, this is not streaming, but bad boys three dropped obviously on, um, on video on demand and all that. But, um, lethal weapon is a movie that I feel doesn't get as much res recognition as it should. Mm. And I feel like there's not a awful lethal weapon film. They're all pretty solid. Yeah, you know, for the most part, even even the 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 fourth one with uh, with Chris Rock and Jet Li and all that, I thought the fourth entry of that movie was pretty strong. But Lethal Weapon is one when I saw that they were on, I'm like, that's awesome because actually I've been. It's one of the ones that I do want to see. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm studying for the whole showdown and everything. Yeah, um, I, I I I remember part one and part four really well, and I remember seeing two and three, but I'm not too familiar with them. You know. So yeah. I've been looking for them and they haven't been available. So it's, it's uh, when I saw that they were on here, um, you know, not much to talk about there, but it is, it is a fun watch. If you've never seen the lethal weapon films and if you can uh, forgive yourself, I mean, forgive uh, Mel Gibson, mm -hmm. you know, despite, cause you know how some people feel um, very strongly about him. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I would, uh, I would check that out. And um, another one that I see, I just saw right now on the list is Molly's game. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because I yeah. wasn't sure we were going to get to that. But Molly's Game is was a very overlooked movie from 2017. Uh, Aaron Sorkin directed it. First and directed. Read, yeah. yeah. First time. That was his, yeah, that was his debut, which is just incredible yeah. when you look back at it. Uh, considering yeah. you got Idris Elba and you got Jessica Chastain just spitting dialogue. It's like, oh, it's boom, boom, boom. The Sorkin way, man. It was the Sorkin way. It was, it was exactly what I expected a Sorkin film to be. Um, the pacing and all, because his writing is excellent. Um, and crazy enough, it was. Oh, yeah, I was. I even overlooked it, but not by choice. I wanted to see it, but I just never got. I never went to the movies to go see it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until it hit um, Blu-ray that I ended up picking it up blindly. But I, it was one of those buys that I was kind of sure that I was gonna like that movie, yeah. so I just bought it like without seeing it. And it, I've seen it countless times. I don't. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie because I think it's so well written and she's such a badass. Oh, she's, she's great. So great in this in this uh, film. Well, you the know? movie never and really slows down too, which is what I really enjoy about it. Uh, the poker game is really interesting, and if you look at some, if you go back and read Molly's actual book, 
it references celebrities that were a part of it. So like Michael, the Michael Sarah character who is player X, that's Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. It's which, crazy. It makes sense though, too. When you look at and hear Tobey Maguire's stories and his attitude. Um, so that's a great one. I'm glad you brought that up. Another one. This is a movie I just saw recently and I, I never saw it when it came out. It's just been years and I finally got around to it and I really loved it. And now I understand why everyone lo loves it so much. It's the perks of being a wallflower. Uh, oh man, yeah. I've never seen this. And whenever I, I love uh coming of age movies, and whenever people would talk about coming of age movies, this movie would always come this up. This is like the top three coming of age movie, like mentioned. As soon as they mention uh like young adult films and all that, perks is one of those that just gets thrown in there. It always um, does. And I love like the way way back I loved, and I loved um with Edge of 17 is another one, Lady Bird's another one that's out there. But the perks of being a wallflower, I finally understand why people love this movie so much because Logan Lerman's character, Charlie is such a relatable character. Relatable character. Absolutely. This introvert who's in a new school who has his issues at home and these two, this stepbrother and stepsister just take him in and give him the, the confidence that he's been looking for his entire life. And it's something that's just going to warm your heart. If you've never seen it before. Now that it's on Netflix, it's way more accessible. Go, I, I would I would say this is your the easy film to go out and choose first. And you're not going to require yep. a lot of concentration. You're going to get sucked in immediately. This is one I definitely choose. Yeah, very. I uh, know. I agree with it with you 100%. I actually didn't see this movie. I saw this movie for the first time maybe, I want to say like two, three years ago. What, 20, no, like four years ago. I saw it in 2016 for the first time because um, so many people mentioned it. And so many people were talking about it. Um, when they were mentioning, you know, again, young adult films or uh, coming of age films and all that. And I'm like, I, what the hell? The, uh, what is this? So when I finally saw it, instantly, instantly hooked. Uh, it ended and it just ha I had a big smile on my face. I'm like, this is a great film. And funny enough, I saw um, yes. I was like on this. Uh, I actually saw in, in that week. I saw uh, Spectacular Now. I saw. Um, <laughs> Edge of 17 and uh personal being wallflower, like back to back to back. I was just like in that mood. You the know? coming of age drama has been or genre has been really good these past, I'd say 10 years. Like yeah. they, they look at Book Smart just last year. Um that wow, was another coming of age. Book Smart yeah. so funny. I think it really started back with Superbad in 2007. That's when the coming of age genre really took a turn. And I'm just I'm I'm just every time a coming of age movie comes out. I'm there for it because there's a story we can always relate to. Yeah. Um, I think there's two final ones I think we should talk about. Maybe one um, for April 1st. I would say the social network is one we definitely. Well, yeah, no, we have to talk. But the thing is, like I was saying earlier, I could have sworn that the social network was on Netflix last month because I was really hyped when it finally got there. That's why it's kind of weird that they're putting it because I saw it on, on social media. I'm like, it's finally on social media. I mean, yeah. social media. On Netflix, sorry. But, um, I mean, if it's there, we'll talk about it. Uh, there's what's not to say about this film, you know? Well, uh, it's, it's how I feel about the other one I want to talk about, I was going to bring up was Taxi Driver. I feel like that one's been on Netflix forever, too. It's weird how... Yeah, it's been on and off. It's one of those that have been on and off. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not like a premiered, you know, first time on Netflix. That's what I feel. But I could have sworn that Social Network was there like a month ago. That's why when you, when, when you mentioned that it was... Uh, uh, April 1st, I was kind of like, huh? Eh. Yeah, no, it's um, weird. But yeah, but I mean, two two great films. 
you know, you have uh, on social network, you have venture directing, you have sort in writing. So, mm -hmm. and it's, it's another one. It's like Molly's game. It just, you know, it doesn't stop. That movie does not slow down. It doesn't get boring. Um, you, um, it doesn't make you love Zuckerberg. Like, you know, he's, and he's, you know, the, obviously the protagonist, you feel bad for Eduardo, which again, and I will forever mention that he got snubbed um, for supporting actor. I can, I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. Garfield deserved that, hands down. Uh, you know, Army Hammer. A great Zuckerberg, man. He like that. Looking back at it, I can't imagine another actor in that role. No, he that was that was he was fantastic in it, man. He was fantastic in it, and he's just. I love the the scene when they're talking to him, and he's like looking out the window, and then they're like, "You got to pay attention to me." This and then he goes, no, "No, no, no, you get this much attention." Yes, he's like barely <laughs> none. Like I'm not supposed to, you know. Like it was just. His whole attitude about the whole thing for me, it was just perfect. Everything, it just worked out. I don't know. I That movie for me is, um, it was, you know, in the top, for me, in the top 10 of, uh, of the decade. Well, I was going to bring know? that up, actually, was uh, that was the consistent movie on everyone's best of the decade list was The Social Network. And you saw a couple Mad Maxes on there. You saw a yeah. couple. Um, Arrival was on there for me. I saw that a lot of one. But Social Network was, I think, kind of the consensus number one movie of the decade, if you take everyone's list together. So that's definitely one to check out. All these that we've been mentioning are all on Netflix right now because these came out April 1st. So yesterday, I'm just going to run down the list of just movies and or TV shows you should watch that are on Netflix right now for April 1st. I've never, I've never seen this show. I'm sorry to interrupt, but. No, Community. I know where you're going. Community? Community? I've never seen it, never even, but every one of my friends has been spazzing out that it's on there. Yeah. Um, I, is it, I heard some, somebody even told me that it's like a better uh, Big Bang. Uh, so, I've heard comparisons to like The Office and stuff. Um, I, I'm definitely interested in it. I'll get around to it at some point. There's a lot of TV shows I need to get around to. Um, yeah. Uh, community, I, I'm always good for a half-hour comedy. So I'll, yeah. I'll get to that. But they always said, uh, I think their their motto was six seasons in a movie is what they wanted to do. So they have their six seasons, and they're just waiting on that movie one day. Uh, okay. Community was what I wanted to bring up. There's also like Deep Impacts on there. You have Just Friends. Killer Clowns from Outer Space was the first movie to – terrify me as a kid road um, to perdition. um yeah road to, what would you say road to perdition yeah, road yeah, to perdition. yeah, yeah. mortal Kombat's on there hey uh, that's the, that's the best mortal Kombat movie man <laughs> hands down uh I, I actually the best mortal Kombat movie out of annihilation in this one and street fighter it's one of the better video game movies sorry <laughs> See, I, I love what we've gotten recently. I, I love uh, I love with the Tomb Raider and Detective Pikachu. And yeah, yeah, but we're talking. I, I, okay, let's not take the last two years because they have been getting better. Obviously, okay. Sonic Sonic for me is is way up there because Sonic is excellent. Um, not yes. Detective, like not count. Don't let's not count the last two years. Prior to that, I think yeah. Mortal Kombat is the one that stays there. You know, <laughs> if you're doing that, then yes, you're right. You're absolutely. I mean, yeah. the Angry Birds movie ha might have some competition for you, but that's it. <laughs> um, and then one more, The Death of Stalin, which I did. Uh, I interviewed Jason Isaacs for that movie when that came out. Death of Stalin is a great political comedy um, about when Joseph Stalin passed away and how uh, how much of a mess all his entourage was around him, trying to figure out who's going to be the next person. So uh, De I'll check that out. I haven't, even, I haven't even heard of that movie. I feel. It's, Never it's heard you of it. got uh, Steve Buscemi, you got um, 
uh, what was his name? The Jeffrey Tambor, and you got um, I like Jeffrey Tambor, Jason Isaacs, and a bunch of other mis mismatch of people. So check that one you out. You know, it's funny. They were mentioning you. Uh, Steve mentioned that you uh, that he wanted you to watch um, Entourage. Oh yeah, so I can no, I can use right now to go through the comments because we've been getting a lot. Uh, Steve told us to stop touching our faces. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, I slapped my face at one point. <laughs> he said, uh, "My son is the same way. He would scream out where he was hiding, referencing your hide and seek." Um, nice. Steve said his hot takes will be up later tonight regarding Netflix. All right, he also loves what? Bad Boys. Uh, he said he really enjoyed Molly's game and Perks being Wallflower is really good. Dan also echoes that, saying Perks is great. Scott, funny, I'm actually doing a movie article on this. I think he's talking about Perks of being a wallflower. Everyone's talking about Perks being a wallflower. Uh, Dan says, Ezra Miller. Film. It's a really great film. Uh, Dan yeah. says, Ezra Miller is better and we need to talk about Kevin, though. That's a disturbing movie. If you've never what, seen uh, We what, Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's Ezra Miller, Tilda Swinton, and I forget who plays the husband, but Ezra Miller is just basically like a problem child where there might be something really wrong with him. Um Scott loves bad boys for life. Nice. Calm Good job, Scott. I thought you were going to, I could have sworn he was going to shit on that. I thought so too, but you know, he liked it. He gave up on Sonic today. That was something he told us. Oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Dan loves social network. He says taxi drivers, phenomenal film. My second favorite Scorsese behind raging bull, both my top 10 of all time. Um, and then Steve saying that entourage is 30 minutes or less. So I should watch that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, the only thing that I would tell you about Entourage to like get through is the acting. It's not, it gets better mm -hmm. as it, but the beginning is kind of like shady. Um, but for me, it's, it's the very first show that I can say that I was addicted to, mm -hmm. um, wanted to like that. I, I binged, I, I think I caught it when it was like on the fourth season live, like live. So I binged one through four, and then I saw from the fourth uh, season and on, I, I saw it every Sunday on HBO. Yeah. I feel like you would you would like the show because of the life they live. It's all Hollywood, and especially you, that you you know, it talks about the producer standpoint, director standpoint, the actor standpoint, them living their lives, them losing the shit. Uh, it's, it, for me, it's phenomenal. Okay. I really, really dig the hell out of that show. Just get through the all oh, act, but the reason why we i mentioned it right now is because jeff jeffrey tambler is in the show he plays, <laughs> right. he plays himself so it's really it's really funny um so let's just go down the rest of the rest of the month for netflix april 2nd you have the good the bad and the ugly which is one of the best westerns of all time Absolutely. um definitely check that out i know westerns aren't for everyone but if you give it a chance you'll have a fun time um angel has fallen april 4th a really i haven't seen movie. that and everybody tell me that it's a fun flick it's fun. It's me. You, you know exactly what it is from the moment it starts, the moment it ends. But then stick around for about like maybe 10 seconds after the credits start. There's a mid credit scene with Nick Nolte, who plays um, Gerard Butler's father. And it's so weird where they go and I, I don't want to describe it to you to swell, but it has nothing to do with the rest of the film. It's a completely different uh, genre they, they tackle in there. And it's just very strange considering it's a father son thing, what they're doing. Um, okay, it's definitely worth checking out just for that scene. I like the I like the first two. I like Olympus and uh, London. I thought I mean Olympus for me was actually like a great action flick, and London it, it what it is what it is, you know. Um, so I did want to see Angel. I just didn't care to go see it in the theater. I'm glad it's on. I, I like. I'll check it out. Uh, 
I'm one you of those what? guys who likes uh, White House Down. I thought White House Down was better. I think that you, movie... I, have, I I didn't see it because I saw Olympus and I was ah. like, I seen one. Didn't I? Didn't need it. They came out like two months apart, dude. I know it was so, weird. So I was like, no, I'll skip. I I thought I figured since since Olympus was R-rated, I was like, I probably saw the better version one. Like uh, Olympus was like Die Hard. It was Die Hard in the White House. White House yeah. White House Down knew exactly what genre it was in and it played up to the pulpy ridiculousness of it. Jamie Foxx and um Channing Tatum are great yeah. a great little duo. I, I think that movie's very underrated. Uh what else do we have? Killing of a Sacred Deer. I never saw that one, but I know you at the most. He directed that. He also did the favorite and the lobster. Yeah. Um I heard it's very disturbing. <laughs> That's all yeah, I, I haven't seen it either. What else? April 14th. I think this will be funny. Chris D'Elia's got his um, Netflix comedy special coming out. I think he's a great guy. Speaking of comedy specials, if you guys haven't seen the Tom Segura one, mm. the uh, ball hog, please watch it because it's freaking hilarious. I haven't seen I saw it. Like, I saw it like two nights ago, but he's just he's such a savage and he's so funny. <laughs> it's really like he doesn't care. And I love that. Like that's what one thing and he talks about it, about how um, comedians shouldn't have to fil like filter their comedy based on what offends you or what doesn't. If you don't like it, turn it off. Mm. But he has this whole um, thing on that, right? He has this whole bit like that he's he's just rambling about, you know, people getting offended by his comedy, and he just like uppercuts it, man. It's really funny. You should watch it, man. Well, that's what uh, and, Dave Chappelle does right now, and Chappelle's stuff's been crushing it, so I'm sure... Yeah, no, Chappelle's, Chappelle hasn't missed so far with the Netflix specials. I, yeah. There's some better than others, but they've all been really uh, well done. Well, it's so. a shame they had to cancel. Netflix had that big comedy special coming up with every yeah. comedian out that's out there right now. Um, yeah. That was supposed to be this month, and then it got moved because of this whole crisis. <laughs> what else we got? We got Despicable Me, Hail Caesar, uh, one of the Coen Brothers films. I'm uh, actually studying Coen films, so that's perfect. So uh, that's going to be on my watch list because I have not seen Hail Caesar. It's so weird, uh, but it's it's also one of theirs, so you have to check it out. The Green Hornet, another not very good movie. Uh, I don't see anything else on there. Afterlife. The Artist and Django Unchained on April 25th. Two oh, Oscar look at that. Winners. Nice. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. Well, they're both uh, technically Oscar winners. One, one, one best picture, and uh, remember, Django, uh, best supporting. Yep. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, he got yep. that. I thought DiCaprio should have gotten it for yeah, yeah, DiCaprio should have won for Django, and he should have won for The Wolf of Wall Street. He shouldn't have won for The Revenant. Year. In the same year. That <laughs> and he shouldn't have won for The Revenant. So, but whatever. That was, what? the, that, that was the IOU to, yeah. uh, to DiCaprio. I guess so. But, uh, Django, I think I, – Honestly, I think that might be J or Quentin Tarantino's least talked or maybe most overlooked movie. I guess Jackie Brown, but I think Jackie Django Brown, gets, I think. Django gets overlooked, I think, too, because it kind of came out in between Inglorious Bastards, and which is one everyone loved, and then Hateful Eight, which is one a lot of people didn't like that much. So Django's yeah. just kind of that forgotten one. Uh, I think Django's one of his better ones. So I would definitely see it's, it. It's Tarantino. my top three. For Two me, it's. Three? It depends on the day you ask me, but it's between Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards. They switch. Okay. Um, and then number three spot secured is Django, which is crazy because I love I love Reservoir Dogs. I love Kill Bill, but it's just for me those are there. and it's it's all about the writing, the dialogue between characters. The I love 
in uh, in Glorious Bastards, there's so many characters to love. Yeah. Same goes for Django. Django has just like even um uh dude, what's it? Don Johnson's character, Big Daddy. That whole Big Daddy yeah. scene, that that's mm. awesome, dude. Love everything about that. You know, I would go. I go in Glorious Bastards, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved, and then probably Pulp Fiction with Django right there at four. Damn, no Pulp Fiction. No, Pulp was three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, Pulp okay, three. Sorry. Yeah, um, but no, I think Inglorious Bastards is one of the best written films of these past twenty years since this century started, and that's yeah. definitely one uh, I would check out. Uh, I guess that's it for Netflix. Let's move on to what's the next one I sent you? I think it's I think it's Amazon, Amazon. Prime. Yeah. All right, let's pull up Amazon. Um, real quick, there's a couple of comments on here. Uh, no one likes killing a, or Dan loves killing of a sacred deer. Steve did not like it. He said it was awful. Uh, also, we have Dan saying Nick Nolte was the best part of Angel Has Fallen. The that film is garbage. I knew it was going to happen in the first 15 minutes of the film. Yeah, I mean, you know exactly where it's going. You've seen the film. I mean, yeah. You know where it's going. I also want to point out uh, Rodolfo is kind of jumping the gun here. Uh, Rodolfo Morales by saying uh, Onward is going to be on Disney Plus tomorrow. Um, we'll get to that a little later today. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that one. Um, what else we got? Uh, Dan saying the Green Hornet is garbage, and he also said that Leo did a transformative performance in The Revenant. That's why he won. I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. I know why. I just feel like you know, he should have. If that's the case, you should have had three by now. You know? Yeah. It's uh, whatever. He he yeah. should have like three or four Oscars by now. But he'll he'll catch up eventually. I think he's Hopefully got more. Then. Uh, Oscars in his future. All right, let's go with uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, these are, we'll start with April 1st. These are movies that are just dropped yesterday. What else we got on here? We uh, got a lot of James Bond. 87 Bond, Bond films. <laughs> well, there you go. That, that's what they're but, uh, hitting you with. This, this, this is exactly what I mean. They're recycling films. Um, and I don't, I mean, I mean, it is what it is, but I did the Amazon article, I want to say in January or February, and that was the case, or in December. And I wrote, I'm like, James Bond fans are going to lose their mind because every single James Bond film is on Amazon Prime. Um, I can't really say much about James Bond. I my I started watching James Bond film with uh, Pierce Bronson. Uh, Bronson. So GoldenEye was the very first James Bond movie I saw. And then I seen them all after that. I've never gone back to see the Sean Connery ones. I've never seen any of the Roger Moore ones or the Timothy Dalton's. So. They're not I the same as they are now. Like, if you're someone who wants to get in the Bond because you like the Daniel Craig movies, if you go back where they all started, there's a lot of goofiness back in there. Um, not all these Bond films are the same. So i just say be careful. But you have also have those diehard Bond fans who just love every single movie. So yeah. it is what it is. There's people out there who have their different tastes. But besides that, I don't see much else that came out already, like, the bodyguards on here they have a lot of weird movies um son of monte Car monte cristo which is different from the count of monte cristo you got tarzan the fearless um so a lot of but just have i am legend i am legend is worthy i think of uh of speaking of i really i really enjoyed that movie i feel like that uh movie doesn't get enough credit either or i don't know if it holds up because i haven't seen it since but I've, i think that it was a fairly decent uh decent will smith movie I heard that it's um, that it's actually holding up well right now with the crisis Good. we're in because right. all he's looking for a cure and and obviously the zombies are a little far fetched but yeah, no Will Smith 
This is this was kind of the last time Will Smith put in a good movie for a little bit because Will Smith has had a really rough go at it this deck this as past of late year. yeah as of late absolutely man he hasn't he hasn't it hasn't been on his side man to be complete and I want to say the same I want to say I Am Legend was probably the last like great Will Smith movie it's too bad um, I didn't hate Men in Black three because I hated Men in Black two so much. And I thought the way they tied everything in the end, what made Men in Black 3 for me was the ending. How YK is the way he is with him and everything. Like, I thought that was freaking genius. I think Josh Um, Brolin's great in that movie. And I think, um, what's Josh Nolan, uh, Josh Josh Brolin, like, nails No Homo, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Like, everything about Tommy Lee Jones, he kills that. Mm-hmm. He did such a, uh, and I love um, Alice Eve. I just have the, the biggest crush on her, but seeing her in that film, being younger, the whole, uh, being the younger uh, M, M, is that who she is? No, uh, I think it's H, right? H, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Emma Thompson. Character. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. That was the last good Men in Black movie because International was not good. Which that oh, was- see, I, I haven't even seen that, dude. I, I saw, I loved one because one is amazing. Saw two in the theater, and that was the first movie I walked out in because I hated it. And then um, three, I waited. I'm like, I'm not watching that garbage. And then I didn't see it until um, until it released on video. And I saw, I rented it, and I'm like, oh, this is way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, so I am, I am legend. I would, uh, I would actually, I would, uh, especially now, like you said, it, it, it holds up, man. Um. um April 10th, we got Rambo Last Blood. Uh, if you're a Rambo fan, you can have fun with this, but it's a very problematic movie. <laughs> the movie's got a lot, of, uh, movie, a lot of problems with uh, how they treat Mexico. <laughs> huh? I loved it, man. I, I mean, I get it. I understand it. It makes, makes them look really bad, man. Like, really bad. It's like they had some sort of agenda it, to it just does. Like, shit on Mexico. But you, you know what you but I mean, it's no. It's, you, you know um, what you're getting with a Rambo movie. Ram- Rambo is uh, Rambo Five is um, Home Alone with with John Rambo, just you know, sending those booby traps at the end <laughs> of the movie. And it, it, let me tell you, it's not like your typical Rambo movie because all the other Rambo movies is like you know from beginning to end. Well, except for the first one, but two and three are like and four are nonstop guts and you know bullet holes and everything and this one takes its time to try to tell you know the story that it did that it does i'm sorry (laughs) you know some shit goes down in the middle and then just like you know the the third act is just what you went to go see at uh went to go see uh paid money to go see you know exactly Uh, um but i i had fun with it man i had fun with it i really did like rambo but i said it i i think i told you when i walked out i'm like saw rambo mexicans are gonna be pissed off at us great time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man and then uh on april 16th the movie that i actually own but haven't seen yet is the lighthouse uh people went crazy I this movie. Uh, I and willem dafoe i've heard willem dafoe gives an amazing performance in this movie and that it's very disturbing he does a lot of yelling you can't understand what he's saying um and that it ends very weirdly but i do want to check it out because i do like robert eggers i thought the witch is great and uh witch is fantastic so, yeah, the so, Witch is a very underrated film. Not a lot of people have seen that movie, and they, they need to. It's a, it's such a slow burn. Yeah, because the whole time you're trying to, you know, you're trying to figure out what the hell's going. On. Once everything gets revealed at the end, there's another one where I was like blown away, and mm-hmm. it took me a long time to see The Witch too. I saw Hereditary, 
loved it so much. And then my cousin was the one who's like, you need to see The Witch if you haven't seen it. And I did. And I saw it after I saw Hereditary and loved it. Also, I, I want to point out with The Lighthouse, um, if you are one of those people who is very skeptical about Robert Pattinson uh, being, Batman, being Batman, I heard you get to check him out masturbating in this movie. So there you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and then you got a little the bit more than bat nipples. You got the remake of Footloose coming out April 29th on Amazon Prime, but uh, I heard that one's not bad. I heard it's not actually not a bad remake, but obviously it doesn't hold up to what the first one was. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's go to let's go to Hulu. All right. And a couple of more comments. People are really contributing here. Um, we got Javier Johnson goes, Jader. Well, <laughs> Uh, what else do we got here? Dan says the plot against America is on HBO and devs on Hulu. Both good shows. Everyone should skip Tiger King. Oh, that's a hot take right there. Yeah. And, and then Dan saying everyone should watch Hunters. Who Al Pacino is awesome in it. I thought Hunters was fine. I was really into the first two episodes and then it became very repetitive for the next six episodes. And then I, I remember it was like an episode six, they were torturing so bad that I started to feel bad for Nazis. And that's not something I want to feel watching in that show. And then obviously the endings when people talk about, there's two twists that happen. One of them's fine. It's actually very interesting. The other one is so stupid. It makes no sense that I don't even want to go back and watch uh, season two whenever it comes out. Really? Yeah, it's just uh, Pacino's great in it. I think Logan Lerman once again is great. Um, but the rest, I just have no desire to go see season two when that comes out. Uh, Dan saying I liked Men in Black three way better than two. Uh, Rodolfo saying I am Legend has an alternate ending on Blu-ray. Um, yes, I never. It is it. an excellent. Have you you haven't seen it? No. You want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, do they find he the survived? Character? Yeah. He actually survives in the other in the alternate ending, and then he um, he. If, I haven't seen it since I think since I, I it came out on Blu-ray, but I think I don't know if he injects himself and he's the cure, and then they leave, mm -hmm. or but I know he survives and he ends up going to the to uh, you know to the exile place with with her okay. and, uh, and the kids. So he ends up surviving in the uh, in the alternate ending. I'm not a hundred percent sure if. If Rodolfo knows exactly what happened, he wants to type it up. He can. Uh, I'm sure, um, I'm sure know, he's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, but I know for a fact that he survived at, at, at the end. Uh, what else we got in here? Uh, both Dan and James. James is in the chat now, uh, saying that the lighthouse is eh and garbage. So they're saying we shouldn't see that. I'm gonna find it. Uh, yeah. And then James says Hunters was really underwhelming. Well. Oh wow! Kind of the same way that I felt. I'm hearing, I'm hearing mixed, man. Some people are telling me it's the greatest thing ever, and then some people are telling me that I've heard that before that it's the ending is not good at all. No, and Amazon Prime had a way better show, way better shows these this past year with both The Boys the and Boys. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So uh, yeah. I don't think Hunters held up to either one of those. Let's go to Hulu though. Hulu April first, like I said, these are on here right now. I think Hulu's got a better selection than Amazon just from. Uh, again, a quick skim of these. We've got movies like the Book of Eli's on there. Um, you've got Book of Eli. Book of Eli is one of those movies that um, I feel like I am um, in the minority where I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Mm -hmm. um, I thought like rewatching it, and you know, once you get the twist and rewatching the movie, you're like, eh, I I don't buy it. 
you know? Um, But again, good performances from, uh, I think my favorite part of that film is Gary Oldman, but he's my favorite part in most films. You know, if he's in it, I'm usually locked in with, with whoever. He's such a chameleon. And um, he like, you know, a movie I saw last night was a true romance and he's so great. It was funny. Gary Oldman got knocked out in our tournament pretty early on. I thought he'd be one of those guys who maybe quietly makes a run. I know. I saw. I saw, and I was really pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> I so forget who we went up against, but yeah, it was it was it was sad to see Oldman kind of fall. Uh, yeah. We got another Tarantino mix, Kill Bill Volume One and Two, is out on Hulu right now. You can check that out. Um, we also have Misery, uh, Stephen King. Movie. I love that movie, man. Oh yeah. That's a disturbing movie. We just did uh, for the website top 10 single location movies, and that one made yeah. the list. Um, uh, for sure. It had to. There's no way that it, it wasn't going to make that list, man. No. It not. had to. And the, the, uh, and we, Kathy we, Bates. We, go ahead. Huh? Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying Kathy Bates gives one of the – I think if you look at the best actresses' performances, if you look at all the Oscars ever, she has to be in the top 10 for that performance there. Oh, yeah. It, no, so absolutely. Disturbing. Absolutely. And he he killed it too. James Conn killed it too. Oh, yeah. uh, one movie that uh, you you skimmed by very quick but I love is uh, Let Me In. I don't know if you saw that with uh, Chloe okay. Moretz. No, I saw Let the Right One In, which was – Oh, you saw the original. Theater. Yes. I've never seen Let Me In, though. So if it's, you want to talk about that one as compared to the original. I mean, I mean, I haven't seen the original. This is the first one that I saw. So for me, um, I hear that the original is, is fantastic, but people that have seen both have told me that this actually um, is not a bad one, you know? And yeah. it's um, – uh, who the hell directed it, man? Matt Reeves. Thank you. Matt Reeves. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was Matt Reeves. I'm like, was, he's doing something right now. He's doing the Batman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no performances. <clears throat> creepy, sad. Uh, it's you know everything that you can get in a horror movie, man. I, I and the performances for me are out of this world, man. So I would yeah. definitely not sleep on that one. I, I would check that out a hundred percent. I kind of want to check that out now. Looking, I mean, after seeing the the original, because uh, the original is very, uh, very sad, and you know it, you know, you know it's coming. You know that this relationship can't work out. Can't um, work out. So you'll again, it's kind of the same, obviously. You know, yeah, so, yeah. but check it out. It's great. The performances are amazing. Man. What else we got here? We got uh, we got risky business. Uh, Tom Cruise is uh, famous sliding in with uh, old time rock and roll. <laughs> uh, if you want to check that out romancing the stone uh robert Zemeckis film that's really fun um but it's not you know you can watch it and michael douglas oh you got the sequel too oh you Jewel do the Nile, right oh, under Jewel yeah. of the Nile. that's a that's the sequel so you can see the back uh, versions of that <laughs> kathleen turner and uh michael douglas robert Zemeckis. uh i don't think i finished the uh jewel of the nile i love romancing the stone it's a fun film yeah, yeah, it's a definitely a really fun one. What else we got? Oh, and then the big one. There's two big ones, I think, to finish off. We got Spider-Man, uh, 2002 oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, it's so weird to watch that movie now after so many Spider-Mans have come out since. And obviously every year, every time a Spider-Man movie comes out, which feels like every year now, people rank them. And I feel like this one's starting to really dig its feet into the very middle of everyone's rankings. Yeah, um, you've got your amazing Spider-Man twos and your Spider-Man threes at the bottom, and at the top you have your Spider Verses and your Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man two. I feel yeah, like you have your MCU's and your Homecomings on the top. Yeah, and then and then Spider-Man two right above Spider-Man, and then you have your bottom two Spider-Mans with the Amazing Spider-Mans films and three. Um, yeah, 
I was a little kid in the candy store watching it because Spider-Man, I've made it super known that that is my favorite superhero. Him and Batman, but for Marvel, it will forever yeah. and always be Spider-Man. Um, as much as I love all, all obviously, all other Marvel characters, knowing that the Spider-Man film was coming out for me was, you know, again, I had a, imagine, dude, I was a kid, I had a calendar, I was marking down the days of the big Spider-Man movie, and then when the day finally came and I got to see the movie, um, I was completely blown away from it. I remember one of my cousins went with me and my age too. And she's like, how do you like this? She didn't like it. She was like, this looks like I'm watching a Power Ranger film. Yeah. Um, she's like, it's so corny. And then I thought it was, again, the greatest thing, the greatest superhero movie ever made, which I didn't think it was going to be possible because I had Batman and Batman Returns like on such a high pedestal. Okay. Um, but this Spider-Man for me blew it out of the water completely. Um, the foe kills it, kills it. See, as, I, I um, think it's also way better than the other mo- other superhero franchise that started there in the X Men series. I think Spider Man's. I'm not a big fan of those X Men movies. All, any, all three of those early ones, like X Two. I know people you like X Two. I think X Two is fine. I don't think any of those movies hold up. All, all three of them, I think, are very dated when you look back at them. And I think Spider Man's starting to feel dated. Spider Man Two still holds up really well, though. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, if you really, these are the movies that started out this big superhero boom that we're in right now. And yep. if you want to see where that really began, yeah, I definitely. If you haven't seen the original Spider-Man yet, I would definitely check it out, especially now with Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah. You can get kind of a sense of where he's going to take that character in the MCU uh, with Spider-Man. And we were all, because Scott Derrickson is is a, uh, he was the one that was attached, obviously. He did the original uh, Doctor Strange, and he was going to do the sequel. And uh, we were all obviously wanting, because with the whole Morbius and everything, maybe they were going to start attaching everything, like, bring a horror element to it, right? Yeah. And, and obviously, Scott uh, Scott Derrickson comes from a horror background. He's, he did The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is a very underrated film, and I feel like a lot more people they should, they should watch that movie. If you haven't seen that, Kyle, watch no. it. And it's, Sinister. Sinister's out there too. That's his other exactly. one. Sinister's another one. So who better uh, to replace Derrickson than right? You yeah. know, who did the evil dead? Drag Me to Hell is a very campy but very underrated, I feel, um, horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen Drag Me to Hell, watch that as well. It's very, very good. <laughs> I know it's on I know I'm pretty sure it's on HBO, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he also um, produced a good one last year when Crawl. I thought Crawl was Crawl, a very underrated Crawl was, movie. Crawl was excellent, man. Yes. Crawl was excellent. That was. So, a, let me tell you, I think I told you this that I am terrified of gators and and crocodiles and all. Like I lived and I was born and raised in Miami. I've never been to the Everglades. When they had field trips in my school to go to the Everglades, I would stay home. I would tell my mom I'm not going. So I had a panic attack watching Crawl, but I had such fun <laughs> watching. It. But I did. did it's one of those theaters? movies. That, did you see it huh? in the theaters? I saw it in Dolby. Dude, it, it, when the alligator breaks through the stairs the first time, yes, that's when everything gets real and the movie does not let you go until the very end. It's like a gator grabbing you and just doesn't want to let go. Like no. It's like the perfect analogy. But it was crazy because I saw it with a bunch of my family. It was like uh, I want to say like eight or nine of us in my family. We were all bored. I'm like, hey, I want to go see Crawl. Let's go. So we all went. And we all walked out of there like, what the hell did we just watch? Because they, no one heard of it. Because my family's not really into movies. 
but they all walked out and they did not shut up about it. That multiple times, I think mo- uh, a lot of them went and took their friends to go see it afterwards because yeah. they like loved it so much. Um, but yes, he he did great. Uh, Sam Raimi's someone that he has. He's always I'm always a fan of his. Always, always, and um, I'm excited what he does with Doctor Strange. And if you really haven't seen, which I don't think there's a lot of you out there that have not seen the first Spider-Man film, but if you haven't, definitely check it out. Um, and then the last one that's out right now is Zombieland. Uh, Zombieland. It's a fun. It's a really fun movie. That it's the type of movie that if it's on cable, you can put it on at any point and finish it. It's still just it's a blast to get through. Replay um, value nine hundred. Yeah. Like. It, it, if it's it's one of those few films from not few because there's a couple of mine that I uh, Bad Boys is actually one of them one two or three now mm-hmm. um, Bad Boys um, and Zombieland are one of those films that if it's on I won't change I'll just sit down and, and just finish watching it um, the whole Bill Murray uh, bit on both one and two but the one on part one I have never laughed in the movie so hard as much as I did in Zombieland with that scene because it was so unexpected. <laughs> I didn't think part two was very good. I thought it was very forgettable. Um, it's more of the same. It, that's that's what it was. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I thought I Zoe hate it. Oh, go ahead. She was funny. She was funny. Um, imagine Zombieland 2 is already out on, on VOD and I have it um, on Voodoo. But I, and I bought it just because I, I, I'm a Zombieland fan. Yeah. I haven't seen it again since the theater. And I knew that with Zombieland 1, when it came out, it was like constantly nonstop on my Blu-ray player. Like I would always, right before I would go to sleep, I'd pop it in and go to sleep. I just always, I know that movie word, word for word, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say the same with part two. I didn't hate part two though. I no, thought I it was fine. It it's fine, you know? But it's, it, I, it's the exact same film. Yeah, you're, you're going to forget about it as soon as you leave the theater. It's good entertainment. But as soon as you're done watching it, it's not going to change your life or anything. It's not going to stick with you like the first one does. Um, it's just kind of there, which sucks. Uh, I wish there was yeah. more to it. Um, well, the thing that happened, I think they, they took too long to release it. Yeah. You know? like I felt like a lot of these people, and they were, you know, one of the things that I said, I'm like, all right, so 10 years and it's been the same, sh- the same shit. What's going yeah. on now? And then, I don't know. I, that's a they whole had nothing episode. interesting to say in the second one, and if yeah. you don't have anything interesting to say, then the movie, then this movie, really have a reason to exist. And exactly. no. Um, also, I want to point out it's not on this list, but this was just announced a little earlier. Right now on Hulu, actually no, tomorrow on Hulu, you can see Portrait of a Lady on Fire. If you don't know what this movie is, it's a foreign film from France that came out last year that I've heard described as the best love story of the past decade. And it wasn't nominated for an Oscar because France submitted Les Miserables instead. But from everyone I've heard, it is one of the most incredible movies they've ever seen. This has one of the best endings they've ever seen to a movie. And it's what, and I, I feel like if you're into foreign films, this is one you probably have to check out. I'm going to check it out because it didn't come to theaters until Valentine's Day nationwide here. And then even then it was very limited. So, um, Portrait Lady on Fire, look out for that. But we're talking about foreign films right now. April 8th's got a big one. April 8th. <laughs> Parasite. Parasite, man. Speaking of Oscars, too. Uh, what What's not to say about this film, man? I, I felt like I was one of the last people to see this movie. I saw it after it won the Oscar, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and it's crazy because I put it on the night that it won the Oscar. I'm like, all right, I got to see it. And mind you, it's been on my radar since it released mm-hmm. because I heard the hype from the festivals. Yes. And I'm like, I got to go see Parasite. I got to go see Parasite. So it's not like I heard of it right when the, when it won the Oscar, like a lot of people did. Um, I just never got around to seeing it. Right. And but then I started getting scared with the is it getting overhyped? A lot of people are telling me how great it is. Is it getting overhyped? I don't know. This and that. So even that night, I couldn't not that I couldn't get into it, but the Oscars finished late. I had to work really early in the morning. So I only saw like 20 minutes in and I didn't. I was like, all right, it's not bad, but I don't. What is it about? Right. Because even now, when you ask me, what is it about? I'd rather not tell you. I'm like, just watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had to pause it. And then um, it took me like three days to pick it up again. But I started it from the beginning because I'm like, let me just see it in one sitting. And it that movie blew me away. Oh, I, I, It blew I mean, me away. And I should have known better, obviously, because of the director. I've seen um, The Host, which people have not. A lot of people haven't seen that movie. Snowpiercer is another one that it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't I can't recommend Parasite enough. I mean, it, there was a lot of great movies nominated for Oscars last year for Best Picture, and I was not mad at all that this one won. Uh, of I, was course. Like, I don't think anybody anybody I don't think anyone once they've seen Parasite was like oh but this should have won. Everybody I think the general census, which is the first time in a long time, or at least in the last couple of years, that people were like that movie deserved to win the best picture because yeah. I remember even when, um, you know, when La La Land and Moonlight and, you know, um, what, I forgot what won last year. Uh, it was, that, the, it was uh, oh, Green, Book. Uh, Green Book. That was controversial. The Shape of Water was super controversial. Like, you know, there was um, a lot of movies that, that people just, you know, rather have another one win. They, they had a personal favorite. I feel like once Parasite won, Everybody that had seen that movie already um, mm-hmm. were like, okay, no, I'm not mad that it really did deserve it. And it, even then, because I mean, obviously, listen. you know. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, like, I loved uh, I loved Jojo Rabbit last year. I was pushing hard for that film. That's one yeah, of the best no, films I'm... of the decade for me. I'm not mad that it lost to Parasite. If it would have well, lost in 1917, I would have been a little eh, but – because I still yeah. like 1917 a lot, but I don't think it was the best picture of the year. But yeah. Parasite, definitely worthy. Well, you know, I was gunning for Joker, obviously, being yeah. biased no, for no, that. No. So I was, and then once it didn't win, and I was, and everybody, well, not everybody, who I was here with, none of us had seen Parasite. None mm-hmm. of us. And we were, uh, I think a buddy, my buddy wasn't going for Joker either. He wanted another movie to win. I forgot which one. I think it was 1917. But he, um, but me and Steph were like, no, 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 no. I had, I want Joker to win Joker, and Jojo Rabbit was my number two. Yeah, that's who I wanted. E- if either one of them won, I would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So whatever. But again, this is coming from me that had not seen Parasite. Once I saw Parasite, I'm like, that deserved to win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, there's it, no if and I just showed Parasite to my grandmother and sister because I've been trying to get them to push it. And there's that stigma out there, which I, it's always going to be out there about people don't want to read subtitles. It's just I have a friend, a bunch of my friends are like, I, I recommended uh, Parasite and then I recommended Train to Busan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they don't want to read. They're like, oh, I rather I don't want to read. And I was like, what the hell? There's I'm like, there's so many great foreign films out there. Yes, you're, um, you're going you're to find a great like if you can just get past like Bong Joon Ho said that one inch barrier, then yeah. you're going to open up your world to a, tons of amazing movies, which is Agreed. what I think Parasite's doing for quite a few people. Agreed, man. Agreed. No, actually, because of Parasite and people that actually saw it. They're more open. So I, I got, uh, there was, um, I have seen friends that have never seen Pan's Labyrinth before. Yeah. Um, you know, and I told them to watch that, uh, you know, again, Train to Busan, um, uh, which I don't know if you saw the trailer that came out today for Train uh, to Busan. Have you no, seen Train seen to Busan? One. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen Train to Busan either. Um, oh, can you please watch it? It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll get around please to it. Please watch it. It's grade eight. Uh, um, just one more on Hulu. There's one called uh, Abominable, which is a, a mo- movie that I didn't get to see last year. It was an animated film that came out uh, by DreamWorks, and it stars uh, Chloe Bennett as the main character, and she finds an abominable snowman. And I, from looking at the trailer, I thought it was going to be the same thing as Smallfoot, which came out the year before, which is not a good movie. Uh, and I've heard it's actually a very sweet movie. So if you have kids and you're getting tired of watching Moana and Frozen 2, uh, maybe pop on abominable. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw my uh, my Instagram today that I saw Frozen two today for like the eighth time in like four days. <laughs> Do you like that so, movie? Yeah. Frozen two. Yeah. I liked it. It, it was fine. Uh, it, I still like not, the original. Yeah. I like the original more. Um, the soundtrack is uh, it's already played out for me because of the kids. Like I left the kids now and they were jamming to the soundtrack. Um. Uh, I don't hate the movie. I actually saw it today, like in its entirety, because when I say I've seen it like 18 times, I mean like bits and pieces, but constantly, you know? Yeah. And, um, there's a lot of things that I saw today that I'm like, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, I liked it more. I'm more the, uh, with the, uh, replay, but the first, I think I told you the first time I thought it was fine when we saw it, but I didn't think. Um, I didn't think it was better than the first. I didn't think it was better than Moana. It's you way know? more mature than the first one, and it's yeah. just more about your taste. I think it's actually more for adults than kids. The second one, I, but it, it's still made of over a billion dollars. Frozen's always gonna be fine. Uh, but yeah, let, yeah. Let's move for to sure. HBO. All right, um, HBO, which is to me the best, uh, the most consistent when it comes to television. They always put out just great content every single week, no matter what's on. Um, and April 1st, they, they they threw on some heavy hitters to start. Uh, the American Pie series. All of them are Love those. Love those. those. That is a, if you want to call the sequel and the third one a, uh, a guilty pleasure, so be it. Because I literally, I, nothing's like the original for me, but yeah. I think two and three hold up. They really do. I even had a blast. I don't like the spinoff movies. I like it when it's the original cast. Like even Reunion for me, which is obviously the weakest one of the four. I like um, Reunion. I still, I still liked Reunion a lot. Mm-hmm. I still had fun with it. Um, but man, American Pie, man, what's what's not to say about that movie? That movie was revolutionary as well. If you think about it, if you go back, 1999, man, was a great year for film. A great year. That, uh, it was. And- this is the one that gets overlooked a lot too, with 99, because yeah. you're talking about movies that revolutionized their genres. This was the one who got the coming of age genre or genre. Absolutely. It, you know, it defined the, that genre for a very long time. Um, yep. And then you also have another series on here, which I'm sure 
Everyone wants to talk about it all the time. Greatest, uh, the greatest uh, Christmas movie of all time, man. Oh, uh, man. Die Hard. Die Hard's on here. <laughs> we also just did uh, for top 10 single location movies, Die Hard qualified. And anytime Die Hard can qualify for a list, it will always be number it one. It will always qualify, dude. Of course, man. And people, you, this this staff on here loves Die Hard and Aliens. And any chance they get. <laughs> and Terminator. And Terminator 2. Not just Terminator. Yeah. Terminator 2. Any yeah. chance they get to put those movies on the list, they will do it. Um, so Die Hard's on there. There's, I mean, what's more to say about Die Hard? Everyone knows that movie. Everyone loves yeah. it. Um, uh, we should give a little bit more love to uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. We could do that. I feel like I feel like um, that. Not that it gets overlooked because usually the general census is that that the third one is the uh, better sequel compared to two, three, and uh, four. I don't like to mention five. I pretend like that movie doesn't exist. Um, I actually do like every single Die Hard up to number four. I think they're all very solid films, but three is, um, for me, the best sequel after the uh, after the original. Um, I think the dynamic between him and Samuel L. Jackson, the action in the movie, and again, it's one of those movies that the villain is very, very interesting. Yeah. Because um, it keeps you guessing. Uh, Jeremy Irons kills it as the villain. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say his name for spoiler purposes, even though this movie <laughs> came out in 1995. Um, but I feel like uh, this one doesn't get talked um, about enough. Die Hard with a Vengeance for me is definitely a go-to. It, I mean, um, it's up there with the greatest action franchises ever. I mean, I think Mission Impossible holds the title right now, but yeah. you also know your Fast and Furiouses, and you have your. I think after uh, after Fallout, that was a a stamp, bro. Because yeah. Fallout is honestly one of the greatest action movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's not even close. It, yeah, I think I think so Mission Impossible is easily the best action franchise. I know people love their Fast and Furious movies; they're guilty pleasures for people. I I, I don't like it, but I understand the appeal behind them. Yeah. Um, but if I'm looking down this HBO list, the movies that just came out yesterday, this is insane. If you look at some yeah. of these, um, I think we're gonna mention the same one next, right? Well, I, I'll, we'll probably get to it, but I want to say, like, Dragged Across Concrete was a Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn movie that is brutal. Like, not bad, but as far as, like, violence, um, if you want something very violent, that's one to check out. Uh, the Flintstones is on there. Very bad movie from the 90s. The Judge, I love the Flintstones, but it's probably, I, it, that's more of a, I know it's it's shitty, but it's, like, the nostalgic of it. Yeah. I, uh, I hate the sequel. I hate it. Viva La Rock Vegas, but seeing the Flintstones, <laughs> yeah, seeing the Flintstones in the big screen for me after again growing up watching them um, was was huge. And I remember even uh, McDonald's had all these like uh, uh, glasses with the Flintstones. I had the whole collection. They had I, I, I love that movie. Um, Halle Berry's in it. Uh, John Goodman, uh, Elizabeth Taylor plays uh, uh, Wilma's mom. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, no, it, I, it, I love it. I haven't know, seen it in a very long time, but I absolutely love the Flintstones movie. You got the judge on here, which is uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s attempt to try to do something other than Iron Man. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, it didn't Did work out that? too well. I saw the judge. I saw it in the Did theater. you like it? I actually, I didn't think it was bad at all. It's uh, fine. It's fine. fine. Yeah, it's not it's as fine. bad as people say. Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. It's fine. I liked it. Rob, uh, Bobby Duvall's in it. Um, I, I liked it. I, it's not completely memorable. Like one of those, Oh, you need, you need to see the judge. But again, if it's on HBO and now you're in quarantine, you have plenty of things to watch. I mean, 
not the first movie I would watch, but I would check it out. It's it's you know not a bad thing. That movie is um, Jeremy Strong, which if you are watch if you're on HBO, you know who Jeremy Strong is. He's the star of Succession, which is the greatest television show that is currently on TV right now. It is close. It's the most smartly written. It's uh, the most less essential, but it just it moves. I love I love Succession so much. So check that out. Kids are all right. It's on here. Uh, Another another film. I haven't seen the kids all right, but I know a lot of people love that one. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Um, But I think this next one is the one you were talking about that we're both going to bring up. 2016. The Nice Guys, right? One of the greatest movies of 2016, to be completely honest. That was like top three for sure. I think it was my number one. Oh, no, no, no. no. That's a year La La Land number. That's a year La La Land came out. Mine's Um, Arrival. And then La La Land. So for me, it was uh, La La Land. And then I think The Nice Guys was like number two. Wow. Um, When you talk, it's funny because I don't know if you saw that Ruben. um, Shout out to Ruben, by the way. But I don't know if you saw that Ruben was, um, he saw Overlord. Yes. And he, gave, and he, I don't know if you saw the little excerpt that he wrote that he's saying that, uh, you know, for, for what it is and an original film, he gave it a B minus, but he's saying that uh, the, these are the type of movies that people want to watch, but they don't go see, they don't go support. Mm-hmm. Um, nice Guys falls under that category. And I wrote that, I wrote to Ruben how much I love that he wrote that because um, The Nice Guys was a very, very funny film, very well written, very well directed. Um, it's probably my favorite movie on this list besides Die Hard, to be completely honest with you. Wow. Um, no, I really, really am a such a huge fan of this movie. Uh, oh, no, I just saw Slumdog down there. Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll I mean, if, you look, if you look under the nice guys, you have another Shane Black film sitting right there, too. You yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk about We're definitely going to talk about that one. Um, but I love one of the things that I, I said to Ruben that I loved is like so many people bitch all the time about going to the movies i mean that there's no originality no more um in hollywood you know the sequels and the reboots and the uh remakes why why does people uh why don't they it's because of that because the nice guys bond in the box office it's become a poster child for original films it really has like that one people point to why original films aren't put out as much by the way there's that stigma out there of we, how come there's so many sequels and reboots? That's all they do now anymore. Hollywood doesn't have any original ideas. That's not true. There's more original films put out every single year than sequels, sequels, reboots, remakes, based on books, all this stuff. There's more original film every single year that's put out, and people just don't go see it. And that's your fault. That's your fault for – I don't want to hear complaining. When these films are put out and the critics are telling you, go see these things, go see them. You don't have to spend money on – Charlie's Angels or what was another big hit last year? Like Aladdin. Like you're gonna you can watch Aladdin anytime, but um yeah, yeah it's just it's it's sad. It really is because people are still gonna complain that that's all it is and it's not. Yeah, no, exactly. But that's what I mean. Like I would get like, you know, we we follow a bunch of like movie uh pages and forums and all that stuff. And yeah. you know, when they were announced like, hey, Transformers 17's coming out, and people were like, Oh, but Hollywood, and then I would write. Hey, did you see the nice guys? Did you see Overlord? Did you see um, Upgrade? No, you didn't. You didn't go support these movies and movies. And these are original films that are fantastic. Those three movies that I mentioned are great films. Yes. You know, you just mentioned three different genres right there. Three different genres. Exactly. And no one goes to see them. So for the love of God, go, please. If you when the movies reopen, when the theater reopens, like 
go see these original films, man. This is the reason why we're getting, you know, Fast and Furious 10. Again, not that I hate the franchise. I know I think you hate them. I don't hate the franchise, but there are just way better films that I'd rather go see, you know? I I actually really liked Hobbs and Shaw. I will say that. No, no, that was a fun film. Again, the movies are fun. I'm not saying that, you know, that they're not fun. They're fun. They're fun movies, but stop. Yeah, I want to see other shit. All right, so nice guy. Yeah, you mentioned the other one though, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Another Oscar winner is sitting right here on this list. Um, Slumdog Millionaire, and you want to complete your Oscars, uh, uh, your Oscar watch? That's one you have to check out. Sophie's Choice is on there. Meryl Streep making the toughest choice in the world. (laughs) So I haven't seen Sophie's Choice, but when I did my, um, when I was uh, recording my episode uh, for the Schmodown. Mm-hmm. Um, after my episode, I had a, I haven't even told you about this. I had a good like one-on-one with, uh, Mark and Draco. Okay. And I, I sat down and I talked to him about, um, films and he, cause I was wearing a, uh, a Meryl Streep shirt. Right. Right. And, um, he told me about, so he was like, have you seen Sophie's Choice? I'm like, I actually have not. And he told me um, that it's one of his favorite films. So it is on my list and it's awesome that it's there. So when I saw it there, I was like, this is this is great because I'm finally going to check it out. But um, he told me it's literally uh, you, his you favorite. You can see it now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. It's a um, uh, I can't wait for that. I know we, we passed by Predator. And, and there's not much that I have to say about Predator, except that I hate this fucking movie. And that's going to be my only F-bomb of the show. But I really hate what he did with this franchise. I hated the characters. I hated everything about this movie. Um, and I only didn't walk out on it because I kept thinking to myself that it was going to get better. Every well, every 20 minutes, I'm like, no, it'll probably get better now. And I really can't stand it. So don't watch it. Please. Well, going down this list, you would think the Predator would be the worst one until you get to the letter X and you got Xanadu sitting right there, which is notorious for being one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> so oh, no, no way, dude. Uh, War Dogs is another one. It's another top fiddles movie, uh, which directed uh, Joker. Um, I feel like this is his first movie that he tried to get more on the series, even though it has comedy in it, but it was more of a, a, a dramedy of anything. Um, with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. I think this movie is excellent. I think this is another movie that um, doesn't get talked about enough. I think they both killed uh, performance-wise. Uh, I thought Jonah Hill was great. Miles Teller was fantastic in the movie. Isn't Bradley Cooper like the cop that chases Bradley him? Cooper's in it. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper's in it as well. Um, but uh, that's one I would definitely check out. War Dogs for me was it was excellent. Excellent movie, man. Uh, I would check that out. And I hear a lot of good things about um, Water for Elephants. I've never seen it. Well, there, if you um, want to do your Robert Pattinson catch another up. another Pattinson movie, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. But uh, another one, Team America World Police. Have you seen that? I've never seen Team America. <laughs> it's You know who made it, right? It's uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the creators of South Park. Okay. So just imagine that. It's the most bizarre film it's really out there but it's a lot of fun it's very funny it's not for everyone but mm. it 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 is for me and it's- i know it comes up a lot in conversation with a lot of people so yeah i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get to that eventually um but you know on hbo every saturday they premiere uh whatever movie that is was in theaters about maybe eight months ago or so yeah. uh so april 4th this this month they got april 4th good boys 
Uh, Good Boys was a comedy that came out last year about three uh, middle schoolers. Actually, yeah, middle schoolers. Yeah, with middle who, schoolers, yeah. Who just get into the, the most hijinks out there. They do dirty things. Um, it's a fun time. You, you'll laugh watching it. Uh, but it's also kind of forgettable, too. But Jacob Tremblay is a star. You're going to see this kid everywhere in a couple of years. He's like the next Ryan Gosling. I um, feel bad that I don't know his name right now. You don't but, recognize uh, who he is? No, no, no. I know who J- Jacob Tremblay is. No, no, no. The um, the uh, the little black kid from the movie. Okay. I don't I don't remember his name. I remember it the other kid. I can't remember his crazy. name, but he was so great in this movie. Yes. He, was, he was the best part. He, he was the best part of uh, of Good Boys, man. This movie actually it made me laugh. I thought it was gonna be just completely uh, like South Park, not even South Park. I can't even disrespect South Park because I love South Park. But um, I thought it was just gonna be uh, kids cussing to cuss and like, kids dirty. playing with like you know uh, you know sex toys to for the sake of playing with them. Um, the way they maneuvered every raunchy uh, part to this movie, I think, was really uh, smart. And yeah. I loved how the movie is called Good Boys, and they I, um they obviously advertise it as a uh, you know kids doing bad things, but they really were good boys at the they end were. of everything. They were very naive and didn't really know what the hell was going on or what a lot of things were. Mm-hmm. And I thought the way that they worked that was really funny. That's why I do like this movie. I do agree with you that it is forgettable, but I do feel like people should watch it. They should support this movie. It's a because it's, it's not it's not a it's not a bad watch. It's a fun watch. It's a one time watch. You don't have to see it again. Yeah. Um but it is a fun watch. So uh the the scene in the frat house is what killed me. That killed me. That whole scene was beautiful yes i laughed so hard because the the, the screams and then the uh, everything about that man. it was just it was really fun uh and then uh, the week after uh speaking of one, screams yeah it chapter two man um <laughs> it's it's weird how we got here because it when that came out in 2017 was the biggest thing Everyone ran out to see that movie. It was beloved. Uh, it made over, I want to say, six hundred million or seven hundred million dollars worldwide. It was the highest grossing R rated film. Pennywise became just the biggest thing. Yeah, I ran it was out like behind Deadpool behind. or something. I, uh, it was it was Deadpool at first, and then this this took over. And I was one of the ones that ran to go see this movie because um, I don't know if you got to see it with CST. But they all went to go see it at. Uh, at Aventura and I couldn't make it out that night because I had, I had my kids. So they had all seen it. They even recorded a show, uh, the nobody's recorded a show literally right after. And they were blowing it up and I'm like, I need to see this movie. But that movie released on the weekend that Irene was supposed to hit Florida. So theaters were closing and all that. And I managed to find one showing at Dolphin Mall right before the, uh, the hurricane was supposed to hit. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because I am one of those. Uh, I will forever protect it. Uh, chapter one. It's, chapter one still, fantastic. it's fantastic. It's such a great, um, it's, you get a little bit of everything. You definitely get your horror cause it has, it is creepy. It has a, a kind of stranger things, uh, stand by me vibe with the friendship of the friends. It's it, for me, it's, it's great. Uh, chapter two, not so much. Um, I it's feel not, that man. the first act, the first one and a half act of the movie was fine. Um, it gets it gets really silly at the end. Bringing um, the team back together was 
was really interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I remember I saw this movie with you at a screening. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. about halfway through, I started to realize that this is the exact same movie as the first one. It's we get together and now we're all going to separate and everyone's going to get their scares. And then we're going to come together to battle Pennywise at the end. This was just drawn out for three hours, though. And it was, it, and that's exactly you used the perfect word. It was drawn out. All yes. right. It was it was 40 minutes too long. Usually we say like half an hour. It was 40 minutes too long. The, the fact when they all separate and then you got to sit through every single one of their scares, then they got to regroup, then they got to go fight Pennywise. And there's like three levels of Pennywise. That the, it, it was just, it was way too long. And mm -hmm. I, the ending was just silly. Like I, I felt like the ending would have been appropriate had they been still the kids, not the adults. Mm -hmm. The way they, they that everything you know um, at the end where everything is is you know unfolding or whatever, I felt like it just didn't work for me because I'm like I'm an adult and I wouldn't act the way that they just did, you know. Like I don't know, but um, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the uh, of the last half of this movie. So everyone, I love my friends. Go ahead. That's like something I really hate. Is I've seen this done twice now. Is when the movie makes reference to how the last one or the second half or whatnot is going to be bad. X-Men Apocalypse did this when they were walking out of the theater talking about Star Wars, uh, the return Sucking. of the Jedi. And yeah. they're like, yeah, the third one's usually the worst. And they're referencing themselves because they know their movie's going to be bad. And I feel like they did the same thing here. because the, oh, the whole thing with James McAvoy is he's a writer who can't uh, finish his stories. And it's like they're they're referencing Stephen King the entire time. because Oh, and, they, and, and you know, there's a little cameo in the film, which, which yeah. they poke fun of that as well. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. It's a disappointment. It, it is a disappointment. It's very underwhelming. Um, I, I, from coming off of such a high with the first one and then, and, um, and you, the, the cast is great. It's not that it's bad acted. Cause I feel like everybody brings their A, a game, even, even um, Bill Hader, Bill Hader, uh, oh, not great. that he's bad in anything else, right. but he killed it. He killed it in that movie. I think um, it's a wasted I, cast, though, because I forget for a little bit that Jessica Chastain is in the movie, and that's yeah. not a good thing. James McAvoy is in the movie. I forget that sometimes, and that, yeah. that just because the movie's not very memorable, and I just remember walking out with such a such a disgust in my mouth because I was really hoping this thing was going to be good, and it wasn't. Um, yeah. So now we move on to Stuber comes out the week after. I don't know if you saw Stuber. It's Dave Bautista, Camille Nanjiani. Um, uh, yeah, I know who's in it. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. It's actually a funny movie. It's a, it's a really funny movie. Uh, Camille is an Uber driver, and Dave Bautista is a cop, and he basically takes over Camille's Uber and says, "You have to drive me everywhere for the rest of the day." And it's just their dynamic going back and forth. Bautista is a really good comedic actor. So I think actually like him better than John Cena as a comedic actor. And but why? He's I'm he's not a big I'm not a big Cena person. Like um, I don't I I don't think the only thing that I think he made me laugh in was in Trainwreck, and he was in that movie for like thirty seconds. You know, um, I didn't like Blockers yeah. at all. I that that talk about forgettable. So I am a hundred percent with no. you with uh, Bautista. Bautista has had uh, so far his his uh, his filmography is is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the week, so I would check that. One, so I would check that one out. Uh, the week after, they were premiering Bad Education, which Bad Education was a movie that premiered at, I believe it was Sundance. 
and HBO picked it up. And it's Hugh Jackman, and I forget who the actress is in it um, off the top of my head. But this movie got a lot of buzz out of Sundance. It was very hyped up. Um, I'm interested to hear because it's about, like, the education system and something bad. Uh, I have to look up exactly the details in it, but I've heard very good things about this one. Um, it's, it was- a, uh, it's a um, a show or it's a, or it's a film? It's a movie. It's one of their original movies. Okay, cool. So, so, cool. so I think that's it for HBO. Yeah, HBO. We're going to move on to Disney Plus now, which to me, there's not really never much to talk about with Disney Plus yeah. as far as content they're do- dropping on there. But there is a big yeah. one, and we mentioned it earlier. But April 1st, Dr. Doolittle's out there. Um, Eddie Murphy's playing. Now, Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle. Let's get, let's, 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 uh, let's not mention the, uh, <laughs> the RDJ one, man. Yeah, yeah, that was it's bad. the actual season, uh, Dr. Doolittle. I, I liked uh, the Eddie Murphy one, man. I thought it was really funny. Um, and since everybody's talking about uh, Tiger King and all that stuff, you know, he he saves a tiger in this one. So you guys make sure you support <laughs> our, doc- our Dr. Doolittle. Oh man, uh, I'm just looking through here because we'll do we'll do onward last, but I don't see anything. There's literally nothing else, dude. No, it's it's their TV series, which I haven't I haven't gone around to watch their TV series. Um, I saw the first episode of a lot of them when they first came out, but they have a lot of new stuff coming out. I just haven't really had the time to do it, and when I do have the time, I go watch something else. Um, I will watch the Marvel series when they come out. I will watch uh, the Mandalorian when it comes back, but right yeah. now I'm not really into any of these original programming. April 30th. I mean, at the end of the month, you're going to get National Treasure. But right now, you can find National Treasure on Netflix. But um, I love I love National Treasure. And it's funny because yesterday, I was watching uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And it's just all those movies like that, like National Treasure and, and Indiana Jones, man. They're just fun watches. Yeah. And that's part of the, my main, main disappointment with uh, Uncharted getting pushed back because I was looking forward to seeing something. Um of that that caliber you know yeah you don't get those but, exploring um, movies anymore yeah man i i, I really miss it that's why i kind of like romancing the stone it yeah. reminds me of, of things like that but um i mean onward man there's there that that comes out tomorrow it's very 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 exciting so um, good move by disney i really like that they're putting it on their service and they're not they put it out for about a week and a half for you to be able to buy before early um, which I think is smart, but putting it on Disney Plus is a great move. It's saying that we're going to give families something to watch. They're even putting it on there before The Rise of Skywalker, which I think is a little surprising. But um, this putting The Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker is not on Disney Plus yet. Oh, dude, I thought you said it was. I was like, it just came out this week on, uh, on Blue. The reason why I bring that up, though, is because they put Frozen 2 out on Disney Plus very early. So I figured they do the same thing with Rise of Skywalker. Since yeah, I feel like they're going to let it sail for a little bit because Frozen 2 came out. And then it, it like a month later, it uh, it hit on 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 uh, Disney Plus. So I feel like yeah. since since Rise of Skywalker just released on Tuesday mm-hmm. on, uh, on Blu-ray, on 4K and Blu-ray, I think it'll probably be uh, we'll probably be talking about it next month in uh for the uh for the may you're probably right um but onward you saw onward right before theater shut down no i'm just kidding i just saw it i just saw it. i didn't see it in the theater i saw it at home um my uh kid's mom they actually uh rented it okay. she she ended up renting it and then i saw the beginning and then i was like no, no, no i can't watch it and then um i like left like 25 minutes into the movie 
And then um, the next day, they're, my kids like loved it. And they're like, Daddy, you need to see it. You need to see it. So I, I sat down and, and I saw it with them. So you want to hear um, my, my biggest thing with this movie? I think it's got a great story, a very heartwarming story. It made me tear up. I love the dynamic between the brothers, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Are it, did, it did what Frozen did with sisters for brothers. That's how I, I, I looked at it. Like, you know how Frozen had yeah. the whole sister dynamic and all that? Um, I feel like this is what, what this is for the brothers. So go, go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah. But so like, I, I think this movie's got a lot going, going for it. It definitely works. My biggest criticism, man, is there's this plot point that follows it around the entire time that completely um, goes against what they had already set up. And it's the curse. And this curse is following them around the entire time saying if they get this gem, then they're going to unleash a curse. And it's established that the older brother, Barley, is this expert on all things magical. He knows yeah. about every spell and every uh, magical material and everything that has to do with the world of magic. So yeah. how come he has no idea this curse exists? But this other okay. thing. This is what the, this is what bothered me is at the end when he pulled or not I don't want to spoil it but when the curse inevitably does come to fruition I'm thinking to myself how did the older brother not know about this at all when he's known everything leading up to this moment no so no, no like, yeah the whole movie he's the one that he's he's the one that's telling him like hey you got to do this this is how you do this this uh uh, I don't want to say curse, um, spell or whatever, you know. So I get it. I understand exactly what you're saying. So it, 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 like, I really, I enjoyed the movie, but it brought it down a whole thing for me because that plot point completely contradicts everything you had set up already. And once you notice that, you're like, damn it. But then, as ever, all that is happening, there's the sweet moment. Because if you don't know the story, it's these two brothers. They lost their father, and when the younger one. Um, turns 16, the mother brings down a wand and says, your dad left you this spell. And if you perform this spell, it'll bring him back for 24 hours. So they cast the spell, but something messes up halfway between, and they only get yeah, the, the brother. The brother doesn't know. Um, the brother's not into the magic or into the spell. Um, no. And he's the one that has the power to do so. Mm -hmm. And since he messed up the spell, he only gets half of his dad. Yeah, and uh, then they go on a road trip to find the stone because the stone that they need um, is what's gonna have them uh, be with their dad again for the twenty four hours. So it's a yeah. sweet story, man. I really, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I didn't even think about what you said, and now you just ruined it for me. So it's <laughs> <laughs> tough once you find, once you figure it out, because you're like, damn, yeah. it, damn, they didn't think about that. Because you could tell how personal the story was to the director. And how much everyone really loved making this film. The cast loved uh, their characters. They were really out there promoting it. And yeah. No, and I, it made, no, let me tell you, it had some parts that had me laughing so hard. Man. Oh, yeah. I was laughing so hard watching this movie. Because I was even watching it and I was like, this movie is not, I don't know, why is everybody telling me that it's sad? And it wasn't until, you know, obviously the end where you're like, oh, okay. I see. I see how it is. I got emotional at a point in the middle. All I'll say is the bridge scene. I thought that yeah. was very heartwarming when that when this happens. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but um, onward, it's not a wash. I definitely think it's more in the upper middle tier of Pixar movies if I had to rank it. Um, and if you have kids, this is another one that I would put put on. Uh, now that's on Disney Plus, you can eat. Disney Plus is not expensive, um, and your kids are really going to get distracted by it. So I think they'll like it. Uh, yeah. 
we got one more streaming service to get to, and there's only really have one. They, have they been writing comments, by the way, or we haven't been watching seeing the comments? It really died down. Uh, the last thing we had, uh, James said he was proud of us. Steve said, "Foreign, for, forget foreign language films made in the USA, baby." Jesus <laughs> and then he told Jesus Bert Christ. to relax. Uh, and then Bert said the classic, and he put the Android when you were talking about Mark and Draco, and that was the last thing. Nice. Okay. Cool. So uh, we just have so one got, to talk about. We have uh, Apple TV, which, completely honest with you, I don't have, man. I don't have one. Out of all the streaming services that we have mentioned, I have every single one of them except for Apple TV. Uh, yeah. So, I, there's one thing, though, that does interest me. It's this show called Defending Jacob. It stars Chris Evans, Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery and Jaden Martell from uh, It, the It movies. And yeah. it's based on the best-selling novel, the same name, Defending Jacob. Uh, the limited drama follows a shocking crime that shakes up a small town in Massachusetts, putting one family at the center of it all. Ultimately, one assistant direct district attorney must choose between his sworn duty and his son. That yeah. sounds interesting to me. And the trailer looks really good. Chris Evans has obviously got a draw being Captain America. So um, I, my family does have Apple TV. I just never watch anything on it. They love the morning show. So since they have it, I think I'm going to check out the show when it premieres. Well, I'm scrolling right now, and I see that there's a there's a show or something that's called the Beastie Boy Story. I'm always good uh, down to for a good hip hop documentary if it's a documentary. But it says that it's uh, uh, Mike Diamond and Adam Hor uh, Horowitz uh, sharing intimate stories about the band and the 40 year friendship. So I'll probably be uh, password thieving somebody that has Apple Music. I mean Apple Music. <laughs> uh apple tv because that's something i will definitely want to check out but um, um i think that's it right and I, I, we just got another comment from adolfo um which this is a topic we can talk about he says there's a rumor that disney might be releasing mulan and black widow on disney plus yeah to me this is not happening at all um there's I no way you're all you're gonna do is lose money. I mean, they're losing money right now. If you put on Disney Plus, yeah, you're gonna get a little bump in subscribers, but they're gonna watch that movie and take off right away, or they're gonna get the free trial. The free I, trial, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to do it when you could wait right now, let theaters reopen in your late July, August, September, drop it there, and then make a billion dollars. Well, I don't know why you would. No, and I feel like the smarter move is to wait because. Everybody, and I mean everybody, already has cabin fever. Yes. If you release those movies, you're going to give people the incentive to go out, even if it's to a movie. That's right now, like, something that people are, like, longing for, you know? Yes. Um, so I feel like they probably will. I really doubt, because I heard the rumor as well, that um, that they wanted to put them on, on Disney+. Plus. I don't think that's going to happen. I maybe thought for Mulan it would happen. I don't think it would happen for Black Widow whatsoever. So, like, people are saying this because these haven't been rescheduled yet. Um, yeah. Today, Paramount just came out and said Quiet Place 2 is coming out Labor Day weekend. Labor Top Day weekend. Two is coming December. out um, December. And then they also had another one that got pushed back. I don't remember what it is. But basically... It was like the SpongeBob movie or something like that. That's what it was. They cleared yeah. their, their summer schedule. And they're starting to put dates uh sony did it the other day they just put dates for ghostbusters and morbius they they pushed those back next um, year completely yeah 
right now the first film to come out in the summer is Tenet, and then you have uh, the Pixar movie Soul sitting right there. I think within the next couple of days, you're going to have Disney make an announcement for all these rescheduled dates. I think Soul's going to hold on, the holdout hope to be that first movie that kids can go to once theaters reopen. But yeah. then I think you're going to see the new release date for Black Widow probably, and I would say October, because Marvel's put out Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame within the month of each other. You know, they're not scared to do that. Um, I could see that moving there. Mulan, I could see opening up in August, right behind Wonder Woman. Um, I, I thought I would. I, I would have thought that they would have held on to Mulan for like a Thanksgiving, because it is a family, you know, film about family and all that stuff. So I, I thought they were probably going to hold out for Mulan to for uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Well, you got James Bond to go up against then, and I don't know what else was oh, planning sure, sure. on releasing at that time that was already scheduled for that time. I don't know what's there right now, but what you're going to see is once theaters start to reopen in July, you're going to get a bunch of movies clumped together for a lot from July all the way up to, I'd say, March of next year. Just movie after movie after movie. Yeah. July, or January is no longer going to be a dumping ground, I don't think. You're going to see. I heard, I heard uh, they moved something to January. I forgot what it was. Um, something that was supposed to be a late, I, uh, Steve had mentioned that it was a late August film that they moved to January, but even January films have been getting better Bad Boys. with the last couple of years. Bad Boys, you had 13 hours, 12 strong. The Gentleman um, this year? Yeah, that- The Gentleman. I haven't seen The Gentleman, actually. Well, that's, that's another one you can get right now on streaming. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. My, uh, my, uh, he saw it. My best friend saw it. He, he liked it a lot. He said it was pretty yeah. good. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it's gonna. Um, they're gonna do that. To be completely honest with you, I think they're gonna hold off, and it's going. And I feel like those movies are are something that you should definitely try to see in the theater. Like I wouldn't want to see a Black Widow movie, and it looks fantastic. Exactly. I wouldn't want to see that in the comfort of my home, uh, my own home, right away. Like there's movies that you go see to the uh, to uh, to pay money to go see in the theater. I feel like that would be one of them. Even Mulan. Mulan looks fantastic. I was looking so forward to see that movie. Well, Gilberto yeah. actually saw Mulan. Yeah, I know, I know. He actually Sucks. saw it, man. It's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't make that screening because I had to work on it. Which, in retrospect, I should have called out because knowing what was gonna happen, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah. You, I was you never filming know. my movie that week, and it sucked because I, I just, I wanted to go do that, but then the interview he was gonna do ended up getting canceled for that Friday, um, yeah. which also sucks for him too, but. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just a strange world. There, all the movies that were out this year um, are now all out for you to see. You can buy them now. You got your your Sonics. You got your Bloodshot. Your Harley Quinn. You got Invincible um, Man. Uh, bad. Invisible yeah, bad Man. Boys, Invisible Man. The Hunt. Uh, the Hunt is out. So yep, there's another one. Yeah. You can catch up right now. I saw Bloodshot the other night. Not a very good movie at all. Um, it's it's just stupid entertainment. I really, I really don't think Vin Diesel is that good of an actor. Um, no, of course not. <laughs> but you have to understand. I I feel like he knows that as well. You get me? Like I don't think he <laughs> thinks he's the best. I think he's a getting a paycheck and b he just has fun. Like if you notice, he tried. I think the most serious film he's ever done has been Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and people forget that he's in that. Um, and there's this movie that he did called A Man Apart. A lot of people haven't seen that movie, and I think he was really, really, really good in that movie. Well, he had um, a Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, the Ang Lee movie, which is another not very good one, but he tried dramatic stuff in that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a weird time right now. Have you been watching? What have you been catching up on movies over this time? 
Are you watching anything new or rewatching stuff? What are you doing? I'm trying to uh, finish Ozark. Okay, I've seen uh, the first two episodes of season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that show, man. Yeah, I love that show. Um, I'm refusing on Tiger King, but I feel like I'm gonna have to bite the bullet, dude. I don't want to. Um, like I'm I said, I, I have been um trying to see. I I see a movie at least since I've been with the kids. I haven't, but when I was like definitely quarantined, I was watching two to three a day. Yeah, you know, um, some again rewatched, uh, rewatching some classics that she's never seen before. So I showed her the Fight Clubs, and I showed her she had never seen uh, Prisoners, she had never seen uh, American History X. So I tried to show her some while catching myself like uh, I had never, I don't like musicals, and I it's now stamped that I don't like musicals. But I saw Across the Universe. Um, I did like that. I did like Across the Universe. I started watching Greatest Showman, had to turn it off, didn't like it. Um, and I saw Moulin Rouge, didn't like it. Um, didn't hate it, but didn't love it. It was just, it was one of it. it I won't see it again. Um, I think Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman were fine. Um, excellent, actually. I thought they were great. Um, but that's that's as far as it goes. I, I am going to watch Rent because just the... Uh, um, the plot of the film I'm kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and from here on out, like uh, I have the way back on the queue. I haven't seen the way back. Yes. Okay. That's another one that came out this year. Um, yeah. That's a great movie. That's a really heard, great movie. I heard it's great. And again, anything Gavin O'Connor, um, actually I made her, uh, I made her see uh, the accountant because she had, uh, I showed her warrior. She had never seen warrior. I showed her warrior and I had never seen miracle. And I saw mm-hmm. miracle. Um, so she, um, but I told her cause I had to go see the kids. I'm like, watch the accountant. Uh, I think you're going to like it. And she calls me and she's like, this movie's amazing. And I'm like, Gavin O'Connor. So now we're going to, we're going to probably see the way back, uh, sometime this weekend. Yeah. The way, uh, the way back's really strong. Um, that's what, so I just saw what I see today. I saw dial M for murder. I've been catching up. I saw ooh, some Hitchcock, huh? Yeah. So I went uh, to Turner classic movies. We have direct TV on Turner classic movies and just went through the guide and recorded everything that I wanted to see that I hadn't seen before. And this was one of the first ones that popped up. So I was like, oh, I got about two hours right now. I'm going to sit down, down for murder. Great movie. I mean, it lives up to his reputation. Uh, yeah, no, no, man. He's he's a freaking genius, man. Yeah. Uh, what? Which other Hitchcock films have you seen? My favorite is Strangers on a Train. That's Strangers on a Train is excellent. That's a great movie. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Psycho. Um, and I know that's the most popular, but it's I had a I had an English teacher that was so obsessed with that film, and he made us like really dissect every scene. So I have like the ins and outs of that movie. Um, I thank him for that. Um, and then I ended up seeing Disturbia, okay. right? And I didn't know that it was based off of Rear Window. So then I ended up watching Rear Window and just seeing how much of a better film that was. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> you know? And then uh, Vertigo is also the one that's considered one of the best movies ever made. Uh, I was just saw, what's the other one I saw? I saw that was his last, I think, right? Vertigo was his last, right? Was that his last mm-hmm. film? No, you his know? last one was some random one. I think it was Frenzy. I say. Oh, Frenzy okay, was okay. his last one. Um, but I also just saw North by Northwest for the first time. Um, North by is Northwest is another one. Yeah, man. What? Have you seen Rope or no? Yeah. Watch Rope. I haven't seen Rope. No, that's another Watch one. I got Rope. Lifeboat. I've got Lifeboat sitting in the queue. 
There's so, one that I want. I think no, there's Hitchcock. a bunch that I haven't seen, but I've seen like the the very popular Hitchcock. I've I've seen those, um, but there's one yeah. of his very popular ones that I have not seen, and I think it might. I don't know. I haven't seen Frenzy for sure, um, but there's one that everyone talks about, and I, I can't come up with it right now. But I haven't seen it. Um, well, but, you, got, um you got Lifeboat out there. You got the birds. Is that is that it? Oh, the birds. No, no, I've seen the birds a bunch of times. Okay, okay. Uh, the, uh, the birds uh, back. Okay, so you lived in Orlando a long time. Um, you know the uh, the uh, where the Shrek show is. Yeah, yeah. Shrek 4D. That was an Alfred Hitchcock show, way back when, right? And they would show you how they did the scene of Psycho, the shower scene, and all that stuff. But then at the end, they would put you make you do the 3D glasses, right? Yeah. And when you sit down the uh, in front of you, uh, the bird the, from the birds, they would all sit on top of people's heads. And they would start like attacking you and stuff. That's great. Pretty cool yeah. stuff. See, yeah. like I miss those old things. Like I miss at Hollywood Studios, they got rid of the um the ride where it takes you through the history of movies. The great movie ride. That ride yeah. was awesome. Dude. I love yeah. going through that, man. And it's yeah. Everything now is like freaking um simulator 3D screens. I hate them. Before before like they had the Ghostbusters show. All these shows were awesome back then, man. So uh, yeah. Star Wars land there now, and Tower of Terror is still holding on. Um, and then they bet I, I will riot if they ever take that ride off. It's going, it's because they turned it to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And no, uh, but they're doing a Guardians ride at Epcot right now, it's a roller coaster. Oh, okay, so maybe they're gonna hold on to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, the Aerosmith roller coaster is still Hollywood that's turning into Iron Man. Ah, that could yeah, work. yeah, but like, turning that into Iron Man, the, the Aerosmith one, supposedly. That was that's a rumor. Okay, so and my, this is a whole other show that we're gonna be talking about a, a theme parks, uh, theme park, uh, I don't know, junkies or some shit. <laughs> we have a lot of time on our hands now, with especially with the yeah. parks closed now. Um, we have one more comment, and it's from Artie Breland. He said that um, reports that Vin Diesel doesn't get along with The Rock must be two guys with ego issues. I've heard those rumors too. I've heard Jason Statham is also involved in that, where they actually have in their contracts that they can't lose a fight. It's just ridiculousness. Like I heard Jason really? actually stands in in the editing booth and counts how many times he gets punched in. Because no you know, way, it's it's a real thing. You can look up the article. Um, it's kind of sad when you look back at it. Like ah, uh, I guess The Rock's the least um, prima donna out of the three, but Vin Diesel and Jason Statham are really big in their contracts. They can't not lose a fight in any of these movies. Wow, that's ridiculous. I, I didn't even know. I thought it was just honestly, it was just uh, ego issues, to be honest with you. Exactly. And obviously, I thought the whole thing with uh, the Hobbs and Shaw was the main, main thing, like the main issue. I, I figured that they threw uh, uh, a spin off to The Rock. The Rock mentioned it to them. They got in a fight about it. Like, that's what I thought caused this whole shit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just stupid nonsense. Um, but. I think uh, I think that's it for today. We went over Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO, Disney Plus, and Apple TV. Um, if there's, do we miss any? I mean, the Criterion Channel, I guess, but they're not putting out new stuff. I guess. Um, yeah. You're gonna get uh, HBO Max is coming out in May still. That's still something they're gonna be pushing. I can't so. wait for that, and I hope the rumors are true. I know you're. I know you're dying like me to see the uh, Zack Snyder cut. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But, yeah, streaming services are dominating our lives right now. We need something to entertain us. Um, I mean, it's the highest it's ever been, I heard, like, like through the roofs, obviously. 
you yeah. know the so like this time we're stuck in our homes uh use this time if you're not creating something you know get yourself smarter by watching all these old films or newer films or you know just and use don't use this time to sit back and watch reruns of the office again use this time to expand your horizons a bit so i hope we introduce you to a couple films uh, or inter piqued your interest at all um and yeah jader you want to plug anything you want to plug uh the schmodown coming up the schmodown man well i thought it was tomorrow apparently it's not i'm like a terrible <laughs> freaking con uh, contestant but uh i guess look out for it next week um I, again i've been lost it's it's been um playstation or switch with uh with the kiddos um kiddle time or movie and go to sleep dude like i haven't done anything else to be completely honest with you i haven't seen any youtube videos any there's since there's no reviews or anything i haven't really signed into anything on youtube so and i feel bad i haven't even checked out the you know christian show um but i'm gonna i'm gonna have to start but uh yeah i mean i'll put again once once it drops man I, i'm sure you'll be uh posting it on the site i'll be posting it on the site so uh just look out for it man and uh you know to all our uh essential people out there and eh? keep uh keep making the world a better place man thank you for for everything whether you're emt uh grocery store manager whatever you what have you thank you for uh for everything man we yeah we really applaud you you know it's it's a very tough time out there for a lot of people and those people like you know that you mentioned those essential employees who are out there still putting their lives out on the line every single day. Thank you so much because without you guys, we'd be in a bigger mess than we are right now. And um, we're rooting for you. We're doing our best to help you out as much as we can by staying home, wearing masks, washing our hands, doing everything we can. I know it's very repetitive to say those things, but please people stay home. If you want this to end, if you want life to go back to normal, stay home, watch these shows we talked about, these movies, and uh, life's going to get back to normal, we promise. Absolutely. So uh, with that, Jader, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone. Thanks, who thanks for today. having me. All right. And we'll see you next time, guys. Later.